So with me now is Hannah Alkaf, the author of uh, The Weight of Our Sky. So thank you, Anna, for being here. Thank you for so, having me. All right, I, I just have a, f- a few questions, so it'll be very brief. <laughs> okay, let's start. Lah. So first, I want identity. I feel like that's the most uh, important thing or theme that I got out of your story. Not only the identity, of, not not only ethnic identity, but also like the identity of the of Kuala Lumpur as a city and as a as a uh, metropolis, if you prefer, and also the identity of geospatial areas within KL. You know, uh, which area has an ethnic identity? You know, this area belongs to what? Belongs to who? That kind of thing. So, what is identity to you? That's my question. Senanja. Senang je dia cakap. Dia cakap dia post question macam what is identity to you? Patu dia cakap senang je. Patu dia duduk situ ketawa. Contulah, contulah. This is the spot you put me in. Um, it's a big question, right? And I'm not sure it's something that you can get a nice sound bite out of. And I apologize because I'm not a very sound bitey person. Um, but especially with a question like this because it's so big. And I I I confess that uh, I I'm rambling a little bit because I'm not sure exactly how I should answer that. I will say that The Weight of Our Sky is a novel that deals very much with identity, as you say, but also with layers of identity. So Melati is not just a Malaysian, but she's also a Muslim. She's also a girl. She's also someone who has mental illness. You know, there's so many layers of identity there. And what I would say is that your identity is what you feel strongly, most strongly defines you as a person and gives you shape as a person and makes you who you are. Um, and what that identity is and who gets to define that is really just you. Nobody gets to force a sense of identity onto you. That is something that only you yourself can define for yourself. Um, and society doesn't make it easy for you to do that. Society, We're a society that likes labels and we like boxes. Um, and we like to categorize things because it makes them easy to put apart from each other, right? It it keeps things not messy. We don't like mess. We like to categorize. Um, so it is not easy in a situation like that and in a society like that to try and forge that identity for yourself. But if I, as a person who writes for young people, then what I would hope that they get out of my books this one and whatever I write moving forward is that your identity is your own to create and to shape for yourself. Nobody gets to define it for you. It is something that you have to discover for yourself and you have to stand up for it. Otherwise, other people will try to impose their idea of what you should be onto you. Okay, so you're talking... <laughs> yeah, so your disclaimer study doesn't apply. Lah, you know, That's quite soundbitey if you ask me. Anyway, so okay, lah, you're talking about how identities can be complex okay and this can also be said of of the KL setting in the story you know I think what many people like about your story I mean one of the many things that they like about your novel is that you you brought to life the beauty of of what 1960s KL you know the landmarks and all that but you also brought to life the dirty uh, the ugly things that that are associated with these landmarks um so in the process of you writing the story researching towards writing and 
towards editing and all that how do you does does this uh, dichotomy or contestation between beauty and 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 i guess trauma i can if i can say that uh, was this reflected in the in your in the process of you writing the story do you have to you know does this does this disturb you during the process by any chance so you're asking if the just to make sure i have your question clear you're asking if the dichotomy these two du- the duality of the city uh, disturbed me as i was writing about it bother you in any way uh i have to say no because part of a city's identity but really part of anybody's identity is also accepting that all of those things have flaws and i say flaws loosely um, but because flaws are very subjective based on who is the one perceiving them you know but um i think to truly accept someone or something or some places identity um you have to be comfortable with all of it you can't just pick and choose and say i only like the pretty side of kuala lumpur and i don't want to talk about you know the dirtier parts of it i don't want to talk about um the way those identities play out in the parts that i don't like cuz that that doesn't make any sense kuala lumpur exists in all of these states and you have to accept all of that um and you have to understand that all of that is part of what makes up the identity of the city so i don't i can't say that it was very disturbing to me because that is something you just have to accept it's like saying that i only like the parts of you that are articulate and presentable and i don't like all those other parts and that way is how we can be friends it doesn't make any sense you can't form a lasting connection with somebody that way in the same way you can't form a lasting connection with your city or your narrative or the story you're trying to tell if you don't embrace all of its parts so uh yeah i i can't say it was particularly disturbing to me the way of askai was a difficult story to write in a lot of ways and heavy in a lot of ways and 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 hard to carry with you in a lot of ways but not in that way yeah okay since you brought up connection and i think this is the last question i have for you <laughs> Uh, last question yeah so why why do you think that uh, your book is very well received with the young crowd you know because if we're talking about connection most i mean all of them didn't have a direct connection with the chrono- chronologically speaking with the events of of your story so in your words how do you explain this phenomenon phenomenon <laughs> I got stuck at phenomenon. I'm sorry. I want to answer the question and hopefully intelligently. I just got stuck at the word phenomenon. <laughs> It's too much like you. Um I think part of the connection can really just be explained by the fact that if you grew up in Malaysia and you were reading in English that you never really saw people who looked like you. Uh you never really saw communities that looked like yours. You never really saw families that looked like yours. If you grew up in Malaysia and you were reading in English, then you probably grew up on Enid Blyton. on Harry Potter on Lord of the Rings and on Narnia things like that um in which you learned all about English boarding schools and tea and crumpets and you never really got to see yourself um and i think at the most basic level part of the connection that young people have to it is that they finally got to see themselves at a very very basic level um but also i think the topic of may 13th resonates for a lot of people just because we don't hear about it we really don't um in the panel earlier they were asking me what was your baseline 
of, of knowledge about May 13 before you started writing the book. And my baseline is the same as anybody else's, which is two paragraphs in your Sejarah Form 5 textbook. That's all we got. But we are aware on some level that it has shaped our national consciousness. We are aware on some level that we still carry the scars from this incident, as they call it. But somehow nobody wants to tell us about it. And I think part of the connection is also finally seeing somebody start to talk about it and talk about it in all forms of it, all aspects of it, without trying to gloss over parts, the ugly parts. We were just talking about identity earlier. Um, so I think it's connection on a couple of different levels. And I also think on, in, on personal levels, people connect, in connect with it in different ways. Um, those who have mental illness, particularly OCD, will connect with seeing a protagonist who has it. Those who have mental illness and, have, and live in Malaysia especially um, can connect with those, con those overlaps between faith and mental illness and culture and belief. Right, which is a thing that is very specific to us that we don't get to see in fiction a lot. So the beauty of having written a novel is that once you write it, how other people interpret it is so varied and amazing, really, um, that what your intention was as an author almost doesn't matter anymore. Because you write it and then after that, it doesn't belong to you anymore. It comes out and it belongs to everybody who reads it. And their interpretations of it are all valid and are all personal to them. So you have to count yourself very lucky to have written something that people can connect with, really. And however they do that, um, it's up to them and not up to me to dictate. But um, I, I'm, I'm very happy <laughs> that a lot of people seem to, seem to find themselves in it somehow. And that's great. Okay, so that's the end of the interview. Uh, thank you very much, Hannah, for being here. Uh, yeah. I guess. Yeah. No, I like, hi, hey, uh, you said three. <laughs> hi, my name is Adi. I'm actually the sound engineer for <laughs> this production. Uh, I just, I have to take the opportunity, right? It sure, just, sure. would you love it if your book was to turn into a movie? I have some reservations. Um, I know a lot of authors who are like, yes, you know, movie deal, this is so cool, you know, seeing your words translated to a big screen and things like that. But I have some reservations only because identity is such a big part of the story, as we've been talking about throughout all this thread of questions, right? Identity is such a big part of the story, and there's so many, as I said before, layers of identity built into this. And I would, anybody who tried to turn it into something like a movie, I would be very, very worried about making sure that they captured the nuances of all those different identities. Because it is so easy to slip up even in a small way in any of those um, buckets of identity and go wrong. And this was a book intended for young people and written very specifically for young people and written in a specific way with specific language to be received by young people so that they could make connections to it. So. I, I would have a lot of reservations about who was making this movie, who is financing this movie, who is acting in this movie. I, I, would, I would be so concerned that all of that um, come out right. So it's not a thing where I would say no outright or yes outright. It is a thing where I would say who is doing it. Like I would have a lot of questions. Yeah, so it would all depend on how the people who wanted to make it connected with the material and if they understood all those nuances that I tried to put across. Okay, now we've come to the really, really end of the interview. Thank you. <laughs> okay, Somebody thank you. Be, I have three more questions. <laughs> thank you, Anna.